Hello, all you legends. Welcome to Refine Your Life, the podcast. I am your host, Chrissy Stoutley. I'm a female coach, a psychology student, a high energy human, and certified self love queen. It is my passion and purpose to help as many women as possible go from insecure, anxious, and lost to confident, empowered, and mentally strong. I want to trigger you and challenge you, all with love, of course, and have epic conversations with inspirational people to help you become the absolute best version of yourself. So buckle up and get ready for the ride. Hello, all my queens. Oh my God, I sound like a sex phone operator. Is that what they're called? A sex phone operator? My voice, I'm losing it, which is not okay. My boyfriend, I think, is probably slightly happy so he can get some peace and quiet for a little while, but no, I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm struggling, but I need to record this podcast episode today because I've got a very, very busy week of work, so I just need to push through, so please forgive my croaky, sexual-sounding voice. Thank you. Um, so I just drove back from Melbourne this morning. Jimmy, well, I was planning to go with him. We planned on it a few months ago. Jimmy was going to watch like some drifting thing. And then last second, uh, we decided that I was going to stay. But then I had FOMO. And then they left on the Friday to drive up to Melbourne. On the Friday night, Jimmy sent me flights. Um, and then I got on a flight. You know, we booked a ticket at 10 p.m. on Friday night. And I got on a flight on at 6 p.m. 6 a.m. the next morning on the Saturday. And then we drove back today which somehow it's usually like an eight hour drive from Adelaide to Melbourne. But Jimmy somehow got back in like six and a half hours. So I just slept in the back seat for majority of the time because I felt nauseous as fuck. But back home, ready for a busy week of work. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad I went. Um, But yes, back into it. So my episode of today, this is going to be a hectic one to talk about because I haven't spoken about this situation in so long, but I feel like it's something that kind of shaped who I am. And it was such a big building block for me. And it was such a big lesson. And I just took so much from the situation that was fucking traumatizing, but I've healed now. It's okay. We can talk about it. So this episode, I'm talking about how to build back your self-esteem after infidelity. So I got cheated on. I've actually been cheated on by like fucking every single boyfriend since I was young. Um, I've also cheated, so I'm not perfect. But yeah, this one hit me like a fucking ton of bricks and changed me forever. No word of a lie. So yeah. Now, before I get into this, I don't want to make this like a, a really negative thing about my ex. I don't want to come on here and like blast him or like be super negative and you know, rip him to shreds. I forgive him for what he did. He was very apologetic for what he did. I just want to speak about my experience and what I took from it. So this is no way, you know, me coming on here to just talk shit about my ex. It's not about that. It's just about how I kind of recovered and moved through the situation because I know a lot of people have gone through this or may go through this. I hope fucking not, but you know, it's, it's something that I do want to open up about. So I was in a relationship for eight years. I was married to my ex-husband. Um, and then after I left him, I immediately jumped straight into another relationship, like 
literally straight away. So imagine, you know, being with someone for eight years and, you know, having kids with them and having, you know, growing up with them and having your life with him. And then I left him and it was just like this whirlwind fucking romance that just kind of went so quickly. Like we were seeing each other for six months um, and then we officially got together and then four months later he proposed to me. What was it? Three months. It was like three or four months. Hectic. In the moment, I was like, this is amazing. This is great. And then I just remember everyone around me going, something's off, like something's not right. And as our relationship started to continue, a lot of red flags were coming up. Um, and there was a lot of anxiety I felt around certain situations with my ex. And there was a lot of shit going on all the time. It was super, super toxic on both ends, not just his, but yeah, it was a really toxic relationship. And I remember this one night in particular, he had told me that he had a job, like a private job. So he would go to work and then he would go to this private job. This private job went for like three weeks and he didn't get paid for it. So I should have known then that something was up, but I didn't. Um, but one night I came home and he was at this private job and I just had this feeling it was an overwhelming feeling. It was like an anxiety attack. I'd never experienced anxiety before this, but after speaking to a few people, they were like, no, that's a full blown. You had an anxiety attack. Um, my chest was tight. I was just crying in tears. I was so upset. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong. And I reached out to a couple of friends and I'm like, I just, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I don't know what it is, but I, I, I'm really, really upset. Like I feel anxious. I went for a walk and just cried the entire time. When I got back home, I messaged my boyfriend and I was like, I, I want you to come home. Like, I need you home. I need you to leave your job. And he was like, no, babe, like I need to work. And I was like, no, I need you home. Like, I need you home. Something's off. I don't feel right. I need you home. So he ended up coming home and so fucking weird. When I look back on it, it all makes so much sense. But like in the moment, I had no idea. So he came home. And he immediately, before even like hugging me, kissing me, seeing if I was okay, he opens the front door, goes into our bedroom, has a shower. And then he comes out and he gives me a hug. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm really, really upset. I'm not okay. And I was in tears. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to the gym. And I was like, okay. So he goes and gets his like gym clothes on and he leaves. And I texted him after he left. I was like, hang on. Why the fuck did you just do that? Like, I just begged for you to come home. Why the fuck did you just leave again? And he was like, I thought you wanted space. And I was like, are you okay? Like, no, something's wrong. I don't feel okay. Like, I want you with me. And he ended up leaving the gym and coming back. But yeah, as I said, in the moment, I didn't think anything of it. I, But now looking back, when I found out what I found out, I realized it's because he was just cheating on me. And he was with another girl. So I ended up breaking up with this person, um for other reasons. So I had no idea. I had no inkling. I had no fucking second thought that something was going on, but I left him anyway for other reasons, just because of the toxicity in the relationship. I had had enough. So I was moving out of the house and my friend was helping me that day. And as we we're moving stuff out, she was like, look, I've heard something, but I don't know how true it is, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. And she told me that she had heard a rumor that my boyfriend had been cheating on me. 
And I was like, no fucking way. Like, he's a bit psycho. He's a bit controlling. He's a bit this and that. But he would never cheat on me. Like, he was obsessed with me. I was like, there's no way he would have cheated on me. She gave me her name, but mispronounced it. So someone had told her the name of the girl, but she said another name that sounded similar. And so it didn't, like, click to me. And I was like, no, I don't believe it. And she was like, that's all good. I just wanted to tell you. So I went home and I was like, just laying there and I was like, hang on a second. And it clicked. She had, I had realized that she had mispronounced her name of a girl that he was seeing before me, his ex. Um, she, I don't want to say the name on here, but yeah, she'd mispronounced the name. And I was like, did she mean his ex? I was like, that's a bit weird. The next morning I messaged him. I was like, did you cheat on me? And he was like, no, just N-O, no nothing else. And I was like, okay. I messaged the girl. I found her on Instagram. I messaged the girl. I was like, Hey, um, I'm Chrissy. So-and-so blah, blah, blah. It was like my boyfriend fucking you. Like what the fuck is going on? She ended up replying and she was like, yes. Um, we've been sleeping together for a long time while you guys were together. He was sleeping with her for the entire six months that we were seeing each other. He was sleeping with her up until a month before he proposed to me. And then he started sleeping with her again afterwards. I think it was about a couple of months after he proposed. So there was literally like three months of our relationship that he wasn't cheating on me. But he was literally sleeping with another girl for fucking months and months on end. And I just had no idea, which is fucking horrific to think about it. Because you just think like, how the fuck did I not see it? When this happened to me, as I said, I'd already broken up with him. I was in a, you know, I was staying with my back at my dad's house. I was fucking fucked. And it wasn't that I was fucked because I wanted to be with him. I was just fucked because I felt so fucking stupid. I was just like, how on earth did I not realize that something was going on? I really, really struggled with that concept of me being so naive and ignoring every single red flag and allowing this shit to happen to me like this motherfucker would go out and cheat on me come home to me and my children and get into bed with me for months and I had no idea like that's fucked it like it I have never felt such betrayal in my life and it was very very difficult for me to try and navigate through that and get past it now once I found out I ended up just telling him he's a, like, I just went off, as you can probably imagine. Anyone who knows me, I go from zero to 1,000 in fucking 3.2 seconds. I was fucking pissed off. And the first thing he said back to me was, well, it's your fault because you're not affectionate enough. You never show me affection. And this is something that I've gotten from most of my relationships is that I'm not that much of like an overly lovey, affectionate person. And I actually believed him that, well, I, it's my fault because I wasn't affectionate to him. Like I wasn't affectionate enough. So I deserve that. And there was like that small brief moment of me telling myself that I deserved it. I deserved it. I deserve this heartbreak. I deserve like to be cheated on. I deserved it all. But in reality, I fucking did not. So when he went from you deserve it, he was like angry. He was like, having a go at me for some reason. And then it turned into, you know, that I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll do anything. I want you back. I want you back. I'm sorry. And that lasted up until like fucking almost a year later. Like I have been with my current partner now for two years and 
I was still getting messages from my ex for over six months, just wanting him, like wanting me back. And it's just so funny that like in the moment in my relationship, I had to have my location on at all times. He went through my phone. He was logged into my Instagram. Like he was so paranoid and he would just always accuse me of cheating on him. And I was like, why the fuck do you keep doing this? Like, I'm not cheating on you, bro. And this is why, this is why. And men do this. And I just had no fucking idea. So this is a tip for all my girlies out there that if you are in a situation where you're getting accused of things and you're getting accused of doing things for absolutely no reason, there is a very, 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 very high chance that it's actually being done to you because they are so fucking paranoid that they're getting away with it. So in their mind, they're like, well, what if she's doing the same thing? She must be doing the same thing. I'm being this dodgy and calculated and I'm getting away with it. So what if she was doing it as well? And it all just projects onto you. And that's exactly what happened in this situation with my ex. Now, after this all came out and a few days had passed and, you know, I got over being abusive towards him, I started wanting to question him why. Like, I just wanted to know the reason why. I was like, why would you do that to me? Why? Like, what's the reason? And looking back, I was chasing an answer that I was never going to get for kind of clarity and peace when no matter what he said, there was nothing that he could say that would make me feel better about it. So he would respond to me and he would be like, you know, it's because you didn't show me affection. It's because you didn't do this. It's because you didn't do that. But then on the other hand, he was just like, it's because I'm an idiot. And he did start to take accountability. But for days and days on end, I would message him going, why? Why? Why did you do it? Why? I just want to know why. You need to realize that no matter what you do or who you are as a person, you can never stop someone else from treating you in a certain way. Okay, nothing you can do. It's not about you. It's not about you. And after I'd asked why for the fucking 200th time, I was like, I really need to get past this because I'm looking for closure here, but nothing he can say will give me that closure. So I need to let that go. And it doesn't really matter why. The facts are he did it and I need to let it go and move past it. And he's just not my person. But for so long I spent asking why, because I just wanted to know what did I do to deserve this? And truth is, I didn't do fucking anything to deserve that. I didn't do anything to deserve that. Yes, I was a little bit unaffectionate. Yes, I was a little bit, you know, like I'm very independent. And he was very put off by that, as is like, as is a lot of guys, like my independence does and did trigger the fuck out of him. And I think this this was just, I don't know. I don't know. There wasn't a reason. In my mind, there's not a reason. He just needed to do what he needed to do. There's nothing that I could have done to stop it. And I finally put that to bed. Just remember, when somebody cheats on you, it is never your fucking fault. If someone's going to cheat on you, there's nothing you can do to stop it. And you cannot change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. So, Anyone who's going to treat you like that, cheat on you, betray your trust, do anything of the sort, does not belong in your life, does not deserve a spot in your life. This goes for boyfriends, girlfriends, situationships, people you're dating. Like, I fucking hate that shit so much. And now I know that I am strong enough that if this was to happen to me again, I would walk away with my head held high. If someone's going to treat you badly, please don't stay in that situation where you're just allowing it because it will happen again. It will happen again. 
Now, I know some people who are in very, very loving relationships. There is certain times where cheating can be forgiven and, you know, you can get past it. I can't. I definitely wouldn't be able to. But I do know some very, very strong couples like in my world, in my life that have done this and they've worked through it and gotten past it. So look, I think from my experience and what I've been through, I would never, ever, ever allow it, accept it um, and live with that. But I know that it is situation from situation. And just because my experience has been like this does not mean that everyone's experience would be like that. But I just hope that if anyone is out there and you have been cheated on or there's been a situation where you haven't been treated well, that you do have the courage and the self-worth to walk away. Because when you get cheated on, your self-esteem, your self-worth is so fucking low. And after this situation, I moved into another really toxic situation. And this was with my current partner. So it's funny because I think this is like one in a thousand chance that we got to a point where we do have a very healthy relationship and it's full of trust and no deceit and all of that. But it's shocking because once I left my ex, because I wasn't healed, I didn't take the time to kind of heal properly by myself. I was by myself, but I was kind of in and out with my like current partner. We were seeing each other, but he was seeing other people. And then I was talking to other people. It was a fucking shit show. And I was just going from that toxic relationship to another toxic relationship me included being toxic, by the way, because I don't think you can find yourself in a toxic relationship or situation without claiming some of the responsibility about bringing some of the toxicities. Okay. So when, because I was so paranoid and just so upset and hurt and my self-esteem was in the ground, I then jumped into this other situation where once again, my worth and my value was being crushed because there was other shit going on with other girls. There was like lots of lies, lots of bullshit. And in my head, I was like, why the fuck am I putting up with this again? But it was because my self-worth was like at an all time low. So I was just taking it, taking it, taking it, going back, taking it. It fucks you up. It fucks you up. Infidelity fucks you up, especially when it was at the level that it was at with my ex it just, you just become a shell of yourself. Like I just wanted myself back because anyone who knows me, I'm just like, I am very, very confident in who I am. I'm a very strong woman. I'm independent as fuck. I've got my shit sorted. I've got a good head on my shoulders. I can look after myself. I can look after my kids. I don't need anyone. But back then I wasn't that person. I was just like an empty shell of who I used to be. And this is what happens when you are in a toxic relationship where there's narcissistic traits and you're being treated like shit. And, you know, I was being put down. You're this, you're that, you're the other name calling, just like a lot of fucking verbal abuse. There was shit smashing around me all the time. Name calling, like there was just a lot going on. And when you listen to that and when you're in that environment for long enough, you start to believe what's being said to you. Whereas if somebody now came and said to me the things that my ex said to me, I would be like, it wouldn't even like, it wouldn't hit me. It wouldn't matter. I wouldn't believe it because I know who I am and I, I don't care. And I'm not affected by what some fucking dude has to say about me after I break up with him, you know? So it's, it, it takes time. It does take time, but you can get there if you are in this situation and you're trying to work your way through it. Just take the time to yourself and remember that it's not you, it is them. 
and everything is a projection and misery loves fucking company. Now, the other lesson that I had to learn when it came to this is not bringing my past trauma into my new relationship. So when me and my ex did this and then I jumped into like this situationship with my current partner, there was months of just bullshit going back and forth. And a lot of it was because of the actions that my current partner was doing at the time. But also a lot of it was because I had so much fucking trauma from my previous relationship. So it was just a shit show. Now, me and my current partner, eventually we kind of parted ways for a short time. And then we just came back together and we were like, let's just stop this because we kept, we were magnetic. Like no matter what happened, we were just, we kept coming back together And I was like, you know, although the situation has been toxic, is this something that can progress? And is this something that can, um, that we can kind of, you know, stop with the bullshit and we can make something of it. And eventually we both, you know, just put our hands up and was like, you know, I want to be with you. You want to be with me. Let's cut all this bullshit off because we were both so hurt by our previous partners. We were just taking it out on each other. Um, and we put everything to bed. We got together we were like in an official relationship and yeah, everything has been really good since. And it's funny because, because of all my past trauma and because of the actions that my partner did when we were seeing each other, I thought that I would have a lot of trust issues, but I don't, and I have tried so hard not to do this is I did not want to bring my past trauma into my new relationship. I was like, I'm not going to punish you for what my ex did. I'm going to judge you solely on how you treat me and what happens in our relationship from here on in. So I'm not going to bring up anything that happened in the past when we were seeing each other. That is all in the past. We told each other that no matter what happens, like this is our new start. We're together now. We are only going to focus on what happens in the future, not focus on what happened in the past. And this is a very important thing when you are somebody that has been cheated on and you know you're in a new relationship and it is very very hard not to carry the trauma through and punish your current partner for what your ex did and you need to be really really aware of it okay because there is a difference between your intuition and your gut feeling and just you making stuff up in your head because of what happened to you in your past and you don't want to damage your relationship because of what you're making up in your head because of what your ex did to you. So this is a really, really important thing to be able to try and heal and move past it and get over the things that happened to you in your past. You just got to remember that your current partner is not your ex and not everyone will treat you like that. And even if someone else does treat you like that, you should be strong enough and grown enough. And, you know, you've gone through it before. You can go through it again. You can get through fucking anything. If you've been through it before, someone else fucks you over Bye. you can do it. You can walk away and it is what it is. But at least this is a very big learning curve. And this is a learning curve that I will always carry with me is I put up with so much shit for way too long. And that is something that I will never, ever, ever let happen again. And I will never let a man make me lose who I am. I will never let another man make me feel so small. I will never let another man change me because that's what my ex did. I wasn't myself. And there is no fucking way in hell that I would ever allow that to happen again. Oh, that was a deep one. I'm going to leave it at that. That just like got me super, that just got me super shook. 
and I feel a certain way, but it kind of feels like liberating um, to speak about that just by reflecting and just seeing how far I've come since that all happened. And now I'm just like a badass. I'm not going to put up with any bullshit. Like if I choose you, it's because I want you. It's not because I need you. And in that moment with my ex, I thought I needed him. I lived in his house. I had my kids. I was like, maybe I should have to put, like, maybe I do have to put up with this because, you know, he's taking me on and my kids. Like maybe this is okay. Like maybe this is what it is. Maybe this is love. I thought the controlling um, tendencies and I thought the obsession was love, but it's not. It's not. And I really hope that if anyone is in a situation where you're not feeling valued, you're not feeling good about yourself, someone is making you question your self-worth, please work on that and get the fuck out ASAP. The longer you leave it, the worse it's going to get and the harder it's going to get for you to leave. So as always, please message me if anything resonated, if you are going through a similar situation, if you have any questions, I would love to hear from you as always. And I'm always more than happy to open up and have a conversation and yeah, you know, just bring more awareness to this. It's something that so many people deal with. And I, I really hope that, you know, whoever's listening isn't going through something like this because it can be fucking traumatizing. But if you are, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you and have a good day until next time. Mwah.